You're listening to the 419 Grind Podcast, Toledo's source for exclusive news in music, business, sports, and entertainment. Chris Daher. Good morning or afternoon. Good afternoon. Or evening. Yeah. Whenever anybody's listening to this. Whatever time of day. We're going to cover it all. Right. So, <laughs> how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good. Um, just uh, excited to have you on, on the show. Well, I appreciate really. it. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to do this for a while uh, yeah. because I, I've seen your podcast. Mm-hmm. I've seen uh, some of the stuff that you do on mm-hmm. Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, I, I was excited to have somebody in the studio mm-hmm. that kind of does along the same lines as, as what I do. Yeah. It's cross promoting is the the biggest thing. The 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 big phrase I've been saying it this year is like rising tides raises all ships. Right. Like and like the success of like shows like you and like mine and like what we do and who we have as guests like it always just helps everyone, especially right. in this part of the country. Right. So that's what's like the biggest thing I believe in. So just like the opportunity also like a not be able to pit myself out on another platform for potential audiences, but B cross promote with you. Yeah. It all works out in the end. Right. Now, uh, did you start off in like, were you raised in Toledo? No, I'm actually originally from uh, Akron, Ohio. I was a, I'm a transplant to the 419 transplant. Mm -hmm. Okay. How did you transplant here? Um, I graduated high school in 2004. Uh, and I, at the original point at time, I wanted to get into engineering. Like I liked computers and being right. on them and I was kind of a tech nut. So I was like, you know what? I should go into like engineering. And there was two major big schools that were really good for engineering. It was uh, university of Cincinnati and university of Toledo. Right. Right. And I got denied from university of Cincinnati and I got accepted from university of Toledo. So I'm like, okay, let's go <laughs> Toledo. And I was always right. the type of person that thought. That when you go to um, college, you, like, leave the nest and, right. you, like, go to another city, state, area, whatnot, and, like, you start to grow as your own. I didn't – even though, like, in Akron now, there's, like, been a, like, been a boom on, like, a lot of stuff. Um, but at the time – this is my problem. Like I drink uh, seltzer water a lot, so I feel like I got a oh. burp and like partway through. <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, I know, I feel it right already here. Oh, excuse me. Oh, that's great sounds on podcasting. <laughs> right. um, so like at the time, I I didn't want to get into what now I do for a living, which is radio. Uh, but I wanted to leave my city, my town. I'm actually from a smaller like suburban town called. Um, Copley, Ohio, which is like in Akron. So like it's like a mommy or a Sylvania of okay. Toledo. Like it's another city, but it's all lumped in in the same thing. Right, right. So I left there in 2004. And I came to Toledo in the fall of 2004, and I, I started trying to do into engineering. I say starting to because about three semesters in, I almost failed out of college. Mm. And oh, there it is. Oh, excuse me. Um, and, uh, I'm just a gross individual. <laughs> I don't know why you have me on. I'm no, sorry. Uh, um, I, you know, I was a pretty decent like student. I was like A's, B's and occasional C here and there. Like right. I was a pretty smart kid. Yeah. Um, and failing out of college, like was a shock to my system. It was not like I was partying or anything like that. I just got overwhelmed. Okay. Too overwhelmed. Um, actually abstained from alcohol and partying a lot. Cause my first semester, 
in college. It was like a big culture shock, and I was on the party floor. I was on the party oh, floor wow. in my dorm. Like, it was the bad floor. Yeah. So I just didn't want to do alcohol or anything like that, but I just got overwhelmed about the whole thing. Mm. Um, but at the time, also, I was doing some extracurricular activities, and I did the University of Toledo radio station, okay. the WXUT 88.3. Okay, yeah. And I, I fell in love with it. I yeah. mean, I've always loved music. And I've always enjoyed, like, radio personalities and radio in general because I love the idea of, like, A, like, no, like, this is, like, this series of, like, an anonymity mm -hmm. of, like, behind everything. Right. Of, like, you know, nobody knows what this voice is. And the, you, like, kind of can create a caricature of yourself. And, like, right. nobody knows right. what, like, this guy's name is or whatnot. And uh, I was always amazed by that. But also the idea of um, stripping everything away to right. the point where you have to listen to the message. And now more than ever, I think that's very important is for people to listen, yeah. um, listen to what people are saying, listen to the tone, listen to how they, they hold themselves. Um, I, I feel like that's like the biggest thing. So I always loved that idea too. And especially someone who like was bullied a lot while growing up and, you know, still, still to this day suffers from like self-confidence issues, like the idea of just like, oh, I can say what I feel or I can like entertain people and nobody will know what I look like. Right, right. I'm in. Yeah. I'm absolutely in. <laughs> yeah. Um and I mean my wife thinks I'm hot, so thank goodness. Right. Uh, but that's about <laughs> it. Like I I went into I, I joined the UT radio station and uh you know, I almost failed out of college. I was like on an academic suspension. My parents sent me down, they're like, If you really want to do this engineering, you need to drop everything. You need to drop the radio station. Mm. I was like, No way. Like I really enjoy doing that. I just got trained. I get to have my own radio show. Right. You know, even though it was like picked up by like the university and then like surrounding areas for a little bit, like it was a really big idea to me. It was like a really big thing. And they're like, why don't you go into communication? So I'm like, okay. So I finish off uh, school. I, I graduated with a bachelor's in communication the spring of 2009 and six months out of school, I got hired in at Cumulus Media where I've been there to this day, 11 years. Wow. What, uh, what station is that? Um, that is K100. That is 94.5 XKR. That's Q105. That is 93.5 WRQN. That is 106.5 The Ticket. That is 98.3 Nash Icon. And that is my station that I'm on, uh, 100.7 The Zone. Um, Cumulus Media is one of the two biggest corporate radio station chains mm -hmm. in the country. Um, it is second banana to clear channel or better known as iHeartMedia. Um, if you're familiar with the iHeartRadio yeah. app, iHeartMedia owns that. Okay. Um, and Cumulus has more stations per, uh, area, but it is, it, it is, it is not the biggest company. Right. It is the second biggest company. Yeah. Um, don't ask me the actual like stats on how big, but like it's, it's massive. It has like so many radio stations, but in Toledo, Ohio, it has seven radio stations. Seven? Okay. Yes. Now, uh, getting into radio mm -hmm. as far as, because uh, I, I was in radio at, at Scott High School, 88.3, mm -hmm. the Jazz Express. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like the morning part of uh, of w WXUT. WXUT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it flipped at like 8 p.m. or yeah. 7 p.m., something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's where I first started like getting into uh, broadcasting. Mm -hmm. um, I did it. For a little bit at uh, eighty nine point three SFM, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, it, it, radio is really not my wasn't my thing. Did you know of Vanessa Leonard? Vanessa Leonard, yes, 
She was, a, I believe she was part of the river at the time. Or not the river. Yeah, the 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 Yes FM. Or maybe I'm thinking something else. No, I, don't I don't know. know. Anyway, this, continue. This sorry. In, sorry. This was in uh, 2000. I got to say 2007, 2000. No, maybe about 2000. Yeah, 2007, 2006, Maybe. maybe I don't know. I had her recently on. She's an actress out of okay. here. And she, she did a humongous, great film um, that recently got, like, awards and been on the circuit for the like independent movie circuits and very intelligent, very, very entertaining. So okay. she, she got, she met her husband and got her start in like the broadcasting world. Okay. So that's why yeah. I, when I heard yes, and I know of yes, FM, I knew, uh, knew a couple of people that at the time had like stints there and whatnot. But right. yeah. What, uh, what made you get into, uh, the show, uh, your podcasting show or first, first tell me about the show. Okay. So um, I, uh, I, I host a podcast called the on the radar podcast. It is a podcast that features music and artists and interviews and studio performances with acts coming to through and from the greater Midwestern areas. Um, I'm a big fan of music. I'm a big proprietor of local music right. and I love discovering new artists and our podcast kind of not only showcases Acts that, you know, in the part of the country that kind of is viewed as like a joke, an artistic black hole in right. a sense. Slow and yeah. behind. Yeah, the, behind the times. And, yeah. and there, there's some arguments that they're not necessarily wrong on that. But at right. the same time, like it is very, very flourishing of talent of all genres. And we, we like to highlight them. And, and a lot of times it's it could be like a local music act that's, you know, doing some cool things or like acts that recently been newly signed to like their first record label or right. an independent record label. Or it's just like bands that are traveling through the area that we have an opportunity to showcase uh, music that you may not necessarily hear on the radio. Right. It's like that other side of the coin that I really enjoy. Um, I started that originally was a local music show. Um, uh, it, I don't know if you're familiar, Innovation Concerts, when they were around, mm -hmm. um, they wanted to do a uh, radio show okay. on 100.7 The Zone. And we wanted, they wanted to showcase like local music and showcase music and artists that they are bringing into the area. Right. And I was, and like, I, and they wanted me to host it. So like I would sit down each week with Innovation Concerts and the owner Brock Curry and find out who's coming to town and, you know, he'll send out emails. People do a lot of the legwork of like, are right, you going to interview this person and right. you're going to interview this local artist and you're going to interview this national artist or traveling artist at, uh, on the show and you're going to play people's music or whatnot or play this song or whatnot. Um, and that was pretty solid for like uh, six months or so when this started. And this started three-ish years ago, like 2016, 2017. Right. Um, like, yeah, like, yeah, like 2015, 2016 it started. Um, and then they had to drop out, they had to pull out due to just monetary issues. And I continued the, the show myself, like highlighting more like local area acts right, and everything. Yeah. And, um, when the radio station went away for a format change, cause if you're not familiar with radio, like radio stations can change what they play, drop of the hat. Yeah. Um, even though there are months and months in advance of like behind the scenes mm -hmm. stuff that they're going to like. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna sign contracts, or like we're gonna build this library, or they gotta put the people in place, or they need to put the people in place for. Um, but to the normal listener, you know, uh, all of a sudden you'll hear your favorite song on the radio, and the next day, or favorite person on the radio, and the next day will be 
completely different. Yeah. And they yeah. won't like announce it. They'll, they'll just drop it on you. And you'll right. be like, what's going on? I don't like change. Right. Like yeah. get all freaked out. Um, but uh, when the radio station, the zone went away um, in 2000, uh, 20, in 2017, excuse me, uh, or t- the end of 2016, the beginning of 2017, I'm like, I need to do something. I want to change this into something mm-hmm. like and at that time like the podcasting boom was was growing yeah so i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna reach out to a couple of people or a local re- recording studio and see if they are down for like this idea of not only just me bringing in acts to interview right but then i was always fascinated by like radio stations like uh having their own like in-studio guests in mm-hmm. and like bands coming in and playing on the, on like live on the radio right. or like BBC radio. If you're familiar with that, a lot of their, they have like these huge studio rooms that like bands would like perform like after a radio interview, well, they'll perform right there and they'll record it and then we'll release it on like video or right. an audio, uh, audio radio show, um, or the audio tree, um, company out of, uh, the, the Midwest that do these studio performances and they record them in these like high quality recordings. I always love that idea. Right. So I was like, I'm going to pair interviews and I'm going to pair these studio performances and put them together and put it on a podcast. And I, and the, the original show was called on the radar. So I was just like, we're going to call it on the radar podcast. <laughs> the real original genius. name. I know, like, got That's got, genius. Yes. <laughs> like I naming naming things are hard. Can I curse? Yeah. Naming ahead. naming shit is hard. <laughs> I, I try not to curse too much on interviews or whatnot, but sometimes it's fun. But name, naming things is hard. And I didn't know what to call it. I, like there's a couple other names that I, I was have. I don't know if Oliver would use them or whatnot or if somebody like finally comes down and goes, Hey, you can't do this or whatever, like a cease and desist order or whatnot. Right, right. Um Occasionally, we actually get confused with a. Um, there's a hip hop show, I think I want to say out of New York, that is called On the Radar. Oh, really? I think I believe it's out in New York, and occasionally we'll get tagged in a post uh, <laughs> about it, and I just and I'm just like this is not us. So like I try to specify and kind of like. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tweak the name a, a little bit. So I call it the, and then put podcast, and then make sure like all our social media matches that. Right, and, like, right. It's all like on, like all our social media is like at on the radar PC. And I'm like, okay, so like if we, you know, if we change it enough, people will realize, oh, if they go with that one, right, they they won't get as confused with this one. Um, and and like I said, naming things is hard. So yeah. I I decided to work with um. Uh, a local area studio and a guy who was, you know, done music in the scene and whatnot. His name is Steve Warser. Um, and he had a studio uh, originally out of, out of the Collingwood. Mm-hmm. And for like the first six episodes, like we would bring in and I had a couple other people, him and uh, another guy, Dean Tartaglia. Um, they were in a band together called Secret Space, like an indie rock band. Um, they helped me like help launch it. They kind of like guide me a little bit. They're like, your, your interviews are not bad, but they're too stiff. Okay. They're not like they're not loose enough. Right, right, right. You, radio's super structured. Yeah. So you're like, you know, you you have X amount of time. You want to get the mean potatoes in and out. Don't talk too long, or right. you know, the the you know the people's attention span will go away. Hit sponsors. Do all that. Like very structured. Podcasting is wild, wild west. Yeah. yeah you can yeah. do whatever you want. Right. You know, 
uh, Will Smith is you know running the place. He's a he's that's a Wild Wild West movie. Right, reference. right, right. Terrible joke. We move <laughs> on. Uh, and it's very fluid and everything. So like I bridged the two worlds together. Um, that I have like the structure of like how I hold my interviews and how I bring how I like email like potential labels and guests and bands and just like but then like the length of time is freedom the subject material is all fluid there's not like set questions right right like i have a skeleton of like what you want to find out from band how'd you get together where the name come from right you know what's you know talk about this album but then i like dive deeper yeah i know uh when i first started when I did when I was doing what I was doing before, as far as like interviewing the uh, the uh, the artist without the podcast, mm-hmm. I used to have set questions, maybe like thirteen questions, right? But that was different because it was just them talking. Mm-hmm. Now, when I first started doing the podcast, it was mm-hmm. almost the same thing. I had set questions, and it felt uh, dry mm-hmm. and robotic. Mm-hmm. So I understand what you're saying about uh, the no questions thing because it's kind of it's kind of hard to kind of dive into somebody's personality when you get just going by a list of items that you want to know instead of just letting them, you know, blurt it out or, or just have a, a, a raw, uh, genuine conversation. And that's the biggest thing is like interviewing should be the same style of like how me and you were talking. Yeah. Um, or like even when we were setting up while you were doing other things and like how we were talking, like that should be, that's interviews. the show. Yeah. That's the show. Yeah. Like have them sell themselves and then like needle in, Right, a little bit more right, right, about right, like right. if they're really passionate about something or there's something a little controversial, something you want to like yeah. know more, just like twist the night a little right. bit and see like where can you take yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, I I worked with uh, Steve Warser uh, for like the first six episodes, and unfortunately, then he got super busy with like recording bands and whatnot. Right. And I and I added another studio, and then I added another studio, and then I added another studio, and now I am very fortunate that I have the opportunity to work with four phenomenal Northwest Ohio recording studios wow. to bring in acts. I work with um, Pat Sheckert, uh, Sheckert, excuse me, I mispronounced his name. For the longest time, I was calling him the wrong name. I was <laughs> adding an R into his last name, and he didn't correct me for oh, like wow. four episodes wow. until he like he like answered. He's like, yeah, that's not how I say it. That's not how my last name says it. I'm like, <laughs> he, let you- he, let, he just let me just fall on my face for like four episodes. <laughs> And I'm just like, oh, this is cool, though. Pat Sheckett of Underhill Recordings. Uh, I work with um, uh, Travis Guyman of Bigfoot Studios. It's a nice, nice studio space yeah, out of I've, Waterville, I've Ohio. I've seen that, that space on, yeah. your, on your page. That's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, he went from a home studio to uh, like a basement in his family's home studio recording bands yeah. into now his own space. Same with uh, Underhill. He was in uh, the basement of a house that he was sharing with like three people. And then he moved to, he bought a house and he bought like, a, like his, he has a detached garage that he transferred it into the recording studio. Uh-huh. So he does that. So he's moved up. Uh, I work with another studio called uh, um, uh, Bike Rack Recordings. Um, uh, uh, two guys, uh, Mark Miller and uh, Michael Jones. Um, and uh, they started, they have one studio space. Like they were in an apartment complex in, in BG. Mm-hmm. Then he moved into a house. And they turned the basement into the studio space. And now they're actually working on getting a, a second studio space. Right. Along with the home studio. And they, yeah. they, they're they a new studio uh, on the on the scene that are, like, really working with, like, bands that, like, really want to get their, like, their first album out. 
like because when you put out an album, it's expensive. Yeah. Recording time is expensive. Yeah. But they wanted to make it cheap, but also the quality is really good. Right, right. So it starts with that. And then I just recently uh, hopped on with another guy, actually also out of Waterville, Ohio, uh, named uh, Ryan and his studio, uh, Laser Light Recording Studio. And that's uh, that's a home studio space, but like it's part of the house that's like detached, sort of mm-hmm. from like everything else. But like the setup, it's very clean and very nice. And we just did our first episode together with him, that comes out shortly, uh, and very happy with like the quality and like the performances and everything. Right. So I I work with these studios and I bring in bands and guests of all shapes and sizes and walks of life and everything and. We, we yak for 45 minutes to an hour and a half, and they play two studio songs, and sometimes more or sometimes less, and then we go from there. And then uh, due to the, uh, the 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 coronavirus, um, yeah. the, the wonderful virus that has uh, impacted our <laughs> earth in the year 2020, yeah. um, I, I started doing more home studios over Zoom, um, so I interview bands that uh would like to be on the show or know who've like met me through different scenes and whatnot but never have the opportunity now to come through because nobody's traveling right nobody's yeah. touring yeah. no shows are happening right now and i talk to them over zoom and i take their audio and i do my audio and uh, put it together and feature a song or a world premiere song like we just did recently with an uh a girl out of um uh, chicago uh chicago named uh Goes under the stage name Nihilus Abyss, mm-hmm. uh, but her name is uh, Charisse Ca- uh, Cosentino, and uh, wonderful woman. And uh, really, at uh, uh, time this recording, uh, we recently just put that episode out, and uh, we world premiere a song from her. And I thought that was really cool. We got a first taste of a song yeah, before nice. it, like before it comes out on all right. other things. And yeah, we do we do pretty well. We pump out normally two to three episodes a month, but now it's a uh, more slower yeah. well it's slower oh, it's, it's slower and also faster like my september i will have i'm either recording or releasing five episodes okay of the month two are over zoom and three are actually in the different studios and luckily we're working with guests like out of ohio or michigan that are comfortable but all the procedures everybody knows what they need to do yeah, and right, right. you know we're very happy that I, I i i said you know if you don't feel comfortable with it yeah we're cool i'm not going to be offended and i understand but everybody's we're, we're being very careful we're being extra careful making sure everybody is comfortable in the situation yeah yeah yeah, yeah that, that was going i was going to ask you about that like, as far as like uh how, how has covid and lockdown has affected your work as far as this, the radio and the podcast. So the radio, it hasn't changed that much to be honest, which is very, I'm very grateful for. Right. Um, my job didn't change. Um, if anything, my responsibilities, like my responsibilities, I kind of stepped up and, uh, my job due to all of it, um, my job actually changed and a couple of people that I worked under, Actually, I had to get let go, unfortunately. Mm. Um, but in the same time, that also, like, it showed me, like, I showed them, like, hey, when the cards are down, I'm here. Right. You know, I'm here to stay. I want to be here. You know, if you give me the ball, I'll run with it. Right, right. And, like, it showed more and more people who've been in the building that, like, may have known of me or, like, knew of my work. And, like, I could finally prove to them, like, hey, I'm I'm not some loud, bald guy who calls himself a vegetable. <laughs> I mean, I am, but I'm not. Right. Um... And uh, and I say vegetable because I never explained it in the beginning of the podcast. I go by the name Peapod on on the radio. Um, 
random nickname that I got senior year of high school and I used it on radio. It literally means nothing. Peapod. Peapod. Okay. Yeah. It works. <laughs> it, it's rememberable. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Peapod. Uh, yeah. Nobody cares about the guy named Chris. Right. <laughs> Screw that. Um, like you just had, uh, you just had my coworker, Eric Chase on. Yeah. And, and, and Eric, Eric's his first name. Uh, but Chase is not his last right. name. Right. He said that. Yes. I, I actually thought it was when no, I. No, no. It sounds, it sounds like yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds, no. it's not, it's a good name. I think it's like Weinberg or something. Yeah, yeah. I think I spoil it. Shh, sorry, Eric. Oh, sorry, I'm Eric. Not, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, he was fun. No, he was fun. It was a great interview. Yeah. Um, I had to fast forward a little bit in the interview. Not, no offense to you guys. I'm not a big sports guy, and you talked a lot about sports, and I'm just like, yeah. Ah, fast forward, yeah. whatever. But I get it. It's cool. Um, so radio, like during the COVID area, like. There's nobody in our building. There's barely anybody in the building. I am very fortunate to be, like, one of, like, ten people who are allowed to be in the building. And, like, during the heavy, heavy lockdowns, um, I was, a lot, I you know, I was only there to do my show and then get anything else I needed to do and, like, leave. I could work from home, which was nice. But then I started working more and more at the work because some of the work I did behind the scenes, like, it's just a lot easier for me to contact and right, communicate yeah. better. In, in the in the in the building and yeah. everything, because like the building and the radio station, you think when you think the radio station, you think of like just like one studio, like a separate studio, and then like there's all that stuff. But no, it's like one building. It's by UTMC. There's like a row of like studio rooms that are the radio station, oh, okay, live studios, and in the back it's like an office space basically. So there's like offices and desk and you know, um, uh, you know salespeople doing things or whatnot, but like now there's nobody in our building right now outside of like a handful of people who are allowed to be in there, either doing shows or they're part of upper management who like to do things. Um, you know, it didn't really affect my job too much. And I'm very grateful for that because right. I still like woke up, you know, made myself breakfast, you know, do, do my morning routine, go into the studio, do my show, do my work there or do my work from home. Like I never, like it never yeah. stopped. Um, most of the building are working from home. All the salespeople are working from home. Um, they're doing like zoom calls or phone calls or whatnot. Right. Uh, most of the on-air staff have their own home set up, uh, going on and they've been doing a lot of their shows from home to the, to the, uh, I almost said naked eye, but it's radio. So it's audio, um, to the naked ear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Naked ear. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> um, you want to know. Yeah. Um, so that that's been that's what's happening on um, the podcast side. However, um, like I mentioned before, and like nobody's touring, so I had to like work. On, I had to buy a Zoom account, and then I had to like realize after a handful of those episodes over Zoom, I'm like, I need a better microphone. I need better yeah. stuff because it looks okay. <laughs> it sounds okay. Right. Like I had, like a little travel mic. Um, that had like a USB interface and that sounds pretty decent, but like I needed like a microphone, like what we have here. Yeah, um, yeah. so I recently purchased one. I was really excited to, uh, I haven't done any episodes with it yet. I actually got one in a couple of days that I'm very excited, uh, to start recording with. So I'm very excited. I, I heard the test. Yeah, I did this. I did the test on Facebook. It sounded good. Yeah. Thank you. Um, it like, it sounded good. Um, zoom like takes the audio a little bit or Facebook and like, Makes it a little, it compresses it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but like I was recording in the background, 
and like my the 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 sound out of it was very good was 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 very good like i'm still gonna mess with a little bit um on producing and yeah i was taking this time to like just kind of hone my skills a little bit do a little bit better on photoshop because i use photoshop for not only when i'm not doing on air and not you know talking in between nickelback songs or whatever uh i uh (laughs) nickelback really (laughs) we play nickelback whatever um we um i'm the digital coordinator and assistant promotion director um well, I shouldn't really say assistant promotion director. I'm I'm part of the promotions team and digital team. I have to say my uh, my job uh, differently because my job changed a little bit due to the virus. Um, and they retooled my department. So it's like there's no, like, head of promotions. In reality, mm. we're just, like, all a team right. of people. And we work alongside, like, the sales and the programming and everybody and, like, create contests and ideas. And we help put things together and we're just like the people that execute it. Right, right. We help set it up. We help set up rules or we're out on location setting up things. Um, we're, we're those people. We're kind of like the people in the background that don't necessarily, you know, we, we aren't the stars of the show, yeah, but yeah. we're an important part of it uh, to put the show on. Cause you know, we're the people to put the stage on right. basically. Right. Um, so like I'm working on that. I also, I'm also part of the digital team. So I handle the websites like I update them, like I don't code the websites or anything like that. I'm not that extreme. Is coding even even relevant now? No, coding is totally relevant oh, is now. Okay. Yeah, oh god, yeah, especially now. People, uh, there's more jobs that need to be like digital. If you know how to code, like code websites and things like that, you could be really important right yeah. now uh, in a lot of fields. I think my one buddy um, does that for a living. Um, not quite sure to, to be honest um, what he does for a living. All I know is get paid a lot for it, and he's very intelligent for it. So, yeah. Um, but I, I handle, like, the updates to social media, and I make graphics for stuff, and, like, my Photoshop skills and like, is decently at best. Like, I'm, like I, I asked you about, like, your graphics and everything, and you said you do it all, and it's yeah. very nice. And I'm not at Thank that, you. not even at that point yet. So, like, I'm trying to work a little bit better. I, I like to just, I just tap other people to do stuff right, right. for me <laughs> like oh yeah can you can i can, can i use your skills right, right. for like my project and um so like i tap people that you know i have a guy that did my morning show graphics and cartoon of my face or hmm. whatever uh, i i tapped a couple of people uh, i tapped one guy that did my uh my on the radar podcast logo uh for the first 50 episodes and then i swapped it and now i'm approaching episode 100 and I have my new new graphic uh, set up for that will debut on episode oh, 100, okay. where yeah. uh, I'm very excited uh, to blow uh, a guy named um, Brian. Uh, he's under the he's under the co- company Flesh and Bone Design. Okay, and he, he does a lot. He does a lot of stuff. Like recently, he works in a company called uh, Tension Division, who like do a lot of like big graphic design work for like major artists, like. Recently, they did stuff for, like, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. Uh, they recently did a line of merchandise for NASA. Wow. Yeah. like So they like they do some big yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And he does a lot more, like, rock and punk artists and mm-hmm. things like that. Or, like, he helped design, like, a deck of cards for, wow. for, like, a clothing company that looked really amazing that 
I kind of want to purchase. <laughs> um, and like I asked him, like he had like a set of designs of like these are like rejected designs that like I made for these people, and then they didn't they didn't pull the trigger or they right. backed out last minute after I did all this work. So these are up for sale. So I bought one of those and I told him what I wanted, and he gave me this gorgeous logo and different versions for like different backgrounds, like. I have, a, I have a version of the logo that's good on light backgrounds. Right, I got right, one right. for dark backgrounds. I have one for medium backgrounds. Yeah. And, like, so talented. Like, I, I'm trying to do more of, like, that graphic it's, design work. It's a lot of work. It is a lot like, of work. Like, I've been, I've been doing it since 2004. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, you, yeah. yeah. So, I've been, because well, I, I was always, as a kid, used to draw, whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to, I did, when I went to college, it was for microcomputer business systems. Whatever that is. Whatever that is. So that I don't even think that even exists anymore. I mean, could. I don't know. It could. Some, somebody some has sort a job. Of fashion, right, yeah. right. Somebody has a job yeah. doing that somewhere. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't something that I was, it, it wasn't fun to me. Oh. So uh, I started doing, uh, I took my drawing and made it into graphic design. Uh, yeah. yeah. So it was something to do. Um, and I still do it now. So. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't draw. I, I'm, you know, I always, I always laugh at myself. It's just like, what are my, because like my wife. Me, I, I've been married for about five years now, and um, little, I'm not not about. We are. We have been married for five <laughs> you said years. About okay. I said about That's for some trouble. reason. That's... Yeah. No. No. It's been five years. <laughs> I remember, honey. You sure? Her, yeah. Yeah. No. We were because our anniversary is May first. Okay. So we turned our our marriage turned five this year. Okay. Um, which you know, not being able to go anywhere for your marriage yeah. anniversary kind of sucked. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, we 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 had time. We 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 decided to do a couple things, just a little vacation type stuff. Yeah. Um, um, you know, it worked out. Um, but, you know, my wife is super creative. She's just like, she knows how to like crochet and knows how mm. to cook and like, ha- like very artistic and everything. Right. And I'm just like, I'm not artistic. But then she tell she reminds me and I'm like, you're artistic. I'm artistic in different ways. Yeah. Like, I'm very like my graphics are kind of like I take a photo and then I take something and then I got over top of it. And then I try to like. Like I'm very structured in my because when you think artistic, you think like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna paint this painting. This is Bob Ross style yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. and like just like <laughs> we're gonna make these happy trees. Like that's artistic to me. But like there's different forms yeah, of there's, art. Yeah, exactly. There's different forms of art, but like mine's the art of communication. Yeah, the art of entertainment. Um, I mean, I think I'm entertaining. Allegedly, you, you are. Yeah. Entertaining. I, I try. I try. Yeah. I try. Um, it's took it's taken me a uh it's taken what uh, it's taken <laughs> me a while to uh get to that point that I feel more comfortable in my own skin. I mean, I said before I was bullied a lot and yeah. uh I I got to the point where I just like it, it it took me actually moving from my hometown to a new mm. new place that nobody knew me. Right. Nobody knew my history. Nobody knows what I am. I could finally like be who I am, like yeah. what I felt like inside and and yeah, and that's what I am today. And you know, I and I'm very excited and very happy. And uh, you know, I do my best. And you know, I love I love showcasing not only like bands and music, but like other projects. Like my morning show, it sucks right now. Like we can't have guests in the morning shows right now. We can't have guests in the station at all because of the virus, wow. which sucks. Yeah. Because I thrive on like cross promoting and supporting local businesses. And like our station, the zone is not like. Is this is like the smallest of the stations? I say mm-hmm. the smallest is like, I'm the staff. The rest of the, the on air people you hear on uh, uh, 
on the sh- radio station are n- out of market. They're not from here. Oh, so it's like syndicated. They're all syndicated. It's all like just a giant satellite, you know. Oh. Um, it reaches the metro to Toledo area, and that's it. Like, you go down halfway to Bowling Green, and it's the station cuts out. Gone. Okay. Like, it's just, like, it's that small of a station. Wow. Um, but, like, we're the little engine that could, but, like, we we do decently well. We have a big following, and, you know, we have very passionate people that like what I'm doing, and I always like to showcase and shine the light on people, places, and things that, like, some of the other radio stations might turn their nose up for because right. – no offense to any of them, and I don't want to throw them under the bus, but, like, at the same time, I'm going to end up throwing them under the bus. <laughs> uh, at the same time, like, those men and women have been in the industry for decades, and they and they, they have a similar style, and, like, people know their name very well. Like, people knew of Denny Schaefer. Denny Schaefer. Yes. Yeah. People knew, like, Lynn Casey and Cliff Smithers, and, you know, people know Eric Chase, and, yeah. you know... But like, people they they know who they're gonna interview and they know who they're gonna get and they're gonna interview people that know that they have popularity. Right. They're not gonna go to the person like yourself. Like, hey, I want to promote my stuff. I want to go in your station. They'll turn they'll turn their nose up on it. And not not as much as Eric, but a lot of people will in the building. And I'm not saying those people that I mentioned. Um, this is how I cover my tracks. Uh, <laughs> this is, uh, no, just like some of the people, like I, I like to highlight the people on the come up on the, on the grind. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Eh, okay. Um, and you know, I, I bring them a seat cause I find it interesting. And sometimes you have to, if you have a platform like radio, sometimes you have to just showcase, you know, the little old lady with at the VFW selling baked goods. Right. You know, you need to have the Girl Scouts on talking about cookies. Yeah. You need to have the men and women doing things that are st- decently popular, like people know of, of mm-hmm. it, or, you know, maybe a few people know it. But if you have that opportunity to shine that light on them and go, hey, go pay attention to this. Right, right, You know, right. it helps everybody. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're on the radio. Holy shit. You know, like, it's a big deal. It's yeah, still a yeah, big yeah. deal. I don't care what it is in 2020. Being on the radio is still... Oh, yeah. Big deal. Right. Regardless, because everybody listens to radio in some sort of fashion. Yeah. You know, whether it's satellite, whether it's terrestrial, whatever, it's everything. Like, a lot of people still care about the radio. It may not be the forefront of everything. That was going to be my my, my question as Mm -hmm. far as, like, what do you feel about, like, the difference between, I know there's a difference between podcasting and radio. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where do you see it going, like, in in the future as far as... Uh, what will be number one and what will be pushed to the background? Nobody's going to be this. I'm holding on my phone for people who are listening to this. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to be this, the phone, right? You know, it, it's become a, a multi-billion dollar industry. Um, as I have a message, apparently uh, <laughs> it's become a multi-billion industry of, of apps and in your face and social media and, and clout people and TikToks and whatever. Right. It's become a multi-billion dollar industry of all of that stuff. But, you're never going to beat that, but if you can use those tools for everything, my radio show is a perfect example. We do a supplement show to the podcast called On the Radar Radio. Mm. So Sunday nights at 6 p.m., 100.7 The Zone, or at ToledosZone.com. And I'm going to cheap plug the hell out of uh, all yeah, this stuff ahead, at, yeah. the, at the end of the episode, I'm sure. But yeah. um, And um, we play an hour of music from Rising Axe. 
all genres, mm-hmm. rap, country, rock, metal, whatever. And then we play, I take a podcast episode, I chop it up in like two to four minute segments. Mm. I play those three segments in an hour with all that music. Okay. And then I go, if you want to hear the, if you want to hear the full interview, you go to ah. our podcast, you go to our website that has our podcast right. at it. So people would go and go, you know, for people who don't have, you know, time to sit down and listen to a right. 45 minute hour, hour and a half yeah. podcast episode, you get a little bite size right, right. bits of, you know, of a podcast. And then hopefully they go, this sounds interesting. Yeah, I, want, to I want to listen to more. And then hopefully they discover, they, they listen to that band. They go, I really like that band. I'm going to go check out that band. Right. Or I really like this this loud bald guy on this station, you know, <laughs> on this on this on this podcast. What other interviews he has? Right. Well, how about this? And uh, it all is interconnected. So I feel like that is a perfect example of taking using the streaming machine and using terrestrial old school quote unquote style of entertainment and merging them together. Eric does a great job as well. Yeah. He's done interviews and. And while his podcast has turned into kind of like, if you missed my radio show, right, listen right. to the replay. But he's also now starting to do more of the, hey, here's an interview, fuller interview that you may have missed, or we dive more into this, you know. And then he can go out, turn around and go, hey, the podcast is up. Go listen to it. We talk to blank, blank, and blank. Right. It's it's using those those things. I feel like a lot of radio stations and other markets um, use that technology a little bit better. Um, no offense to my own company or anything, but in our building, they're a little slow on the uptick on, on technology stuff. Yeah. The COVID area, uh, COVID era had to really force the hand uh, of a lot of people. And a lot of people did well. A lot of people actually surprised me that I didn't think would do well. I'm not going to say any names, but, um, uh, that I didn't think would do well are doing well. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people that are kicking and screaming the entire time. Right. Right. And, uh, eventually when things go back to normal, quote unquote, um, cause I hate the phrase new normal. I mean, yeah. it, I, I feel like it's a, it's a temporary normal. Yeah. But I also feel like the normal things that have been going on, this just goes in general, um, needed to have a good shakeup. Yeah. And I think, I think sometimes it's healthy to have that. Right. Um, but, um, eventually people will realize, they know who who's willing to evolve and get with the times and who are kind of stuck in their ways. Right. And hopefully, eventually, people realize the people stuck in the ways aren't people that you should depend on. Right. I Because uh, I, I talked to Eric about it a little bit, about uh, podcasting versus radio. And to me, I just feel like digital is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But traditionally... People are going to still listen to the, the radio, absolutely, because they like the music first of all, yeah. and they like the morning drive. Mm-hmm. The morning drive, like what time does your show come on? Six to ten a.m. Six to ten a.m. That's like pure right. morning drive. Right. That is. Well, I'm already at work at that time. Yeah, yeah. But I listen to uh, one hundred five five, or or I listen to one hundred five one out of New York with the uh, Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. But th- that takes me through my morning, the yeah. first four hours. So. Yeah. Uh, but then the Breakfast Club, they, they take their show and then turn it into a podcast about one thirty, two o'clock. So it's like a recap show, right? Basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they do out, do the whole show without the music and without uh, yeah. some of the interviews. Yeah, and that's what Eric does. Right. Which mine, mine is just a 
mine since it started the the core of the uh, of on the radar was a radio show that I turned to a podcast that now is a podcast and radio show. Right. So it, it's like uh it's like uh I I can't think of a, I was trying to think of a food metaphor but it didn't come to me in that that quick couple of seconds <laughs> but whatever. Point is it's it, it, it's um it's a supplement uh of to it and uh cuz yeah. my 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 radio show is is just is music and interesting topics and when 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 we were allowed to have guests it would have guests on there. Right. Um and and that's been hurting my show personally just because I thrive on the guests. I never want to have like a one co-host because mm-hmm. I would really I really have to I really have to vibe with them on on many levels. And I I know I know my personality, I know my control, but I'm also the type of person that likes to keep it simple yeah. and close to the chest because I don't want to have too many too many moving parts. Not because I don't want complications or like I don't I want these grand things but at the end of the day like when there's too many people involved on something mm-hmm. things don't get done yeah and and, yeah. and so like I like to keep it simple I'm the host I will bring in a, a like a rotating cast of characters right. onto the show I'll bring in local guests that either reach out or I'll reach out to them and then do that and then on the podcast side you know I have the people I work alongside with cuz I I will I will always say my podcast is nothing without those great people that I've worked alongside with. Yeah. That they really, I just bring the guests and the talk, the get it's, 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 it's like a perfect third. I bring the, I I bring the guests and the, and the, and the interviews, they have all the equipment and then the, and the musicians and the guests have the skill. Right. And it's all together in a, in a perfect triangle. Right perfect pie or whatever metaphor you want to think of. Um, and then we release it like, and I do in the back end, I do the editing of the podcast. They, the studio does the editing of the performances. They send me the tracks. They send them off to the, the band service. Go, Hey, this is cool. And whatnot. And they go, yeah, this is fine. Or I need more guitar or whatever. And you know, I put those together and the episodes are, I put them out on a, on podcast feeds and it's a, it's a perfect combination of that. And on the radio show, it's just, it's me and a microphone and a guest sometimes. And we play, play music and we jaw jack about, you know, whatever, whatever. but (laughs) this COVID era has, has taught me to improve on my, on my talking skill. And while I'm very long winded, especially on a platform like this, which is good because like, you know, if you have to like pull, yeah, I'm sure I, you've had yeah, you to pull yeah. information out, and it just doesn't. Yeah. This, this this is the best kind of yeah. kind of podcast when when somebody hit know, a record and let them talk. Yeah, yeah, just let them talk because <laughs> talking to somebody, you gotta like okay, and then when like you, when you mm, went that way, like yeah. what, like yeah, yeah. That, that's the worst. What had happened was, and and then you know try to get more out of it, but yeah. you know, um, it, this Rona era has uh, really improved on like. I'm fine tuning my audio, my radio style. So I'm not talking as long about stories or I'm not talking about myself on mindless things. I've gotten those calls or messages before like, 
Quit talking so much. Play the music. <laughs> well, motherfucker, it's a morning. A it's, a, it's a morning radio show. Right. I'm about to say morning shows is more is it's usually more, more talking. It's yeah? More talk. I'm giving you something that's an alternative to what right. you are usually. Usually, it's a it's a what I like. It's called the morning circus of like guys talking and people and there's laughter and the the old school Bob and Tom esque yeah. style and like there's sound effects and whatnot and. Uh, my show's not like that. I pop in a couple of moments right. in between songs. I tell you what's going on, what's funny, right. what's interesting, maybe my tune sense, get in and get out. You'll back to the music anyway, but yeah. you have the audacity to just go, stop talking so much. <laughs> All right, dude. I am, I'm the one with the microphone. Right, like right. You, you, you chose me. Yeah. It's your decision, brother. <laughs> you leave. I'll make fun of you on the internet. And then like. <laughs> Three other people will like listen more. Right. So like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It's funny. I I like when I get that pissed off caller. Like, don't talk so much. Well, dude, don't listen so don't much. Listen, right. Yeah. yeah. Like, go. You chose the station. It's all now, right though. What do you like more, uh, the actual podcast or the like doing radio? Both. Both. Okay. I I I just I just enjoy, I enjoy, talking clearly. Um, but I just, I love entertaining people and I love showcasing people's work right. that need to show their work that don't get enough love, whether it's music, whether it's a podcast, whether it's another show, whether it's whatever. Um, I love, I love radio. I absolutely adore radio. Um, but I also love the podcast and I wouldn't mind if, my if if things would happen and I shifted going into full time podcasting because honestly that's the future I mean, yeah. that's the direction that we're leaning into right and um, don't get me wrong excuse me um, radio is great and everything and I still would love to be on a big time radio station my dream is to be on in Chicago radio right. which is Chicago is a uh, top uh, five market mm. for radio and. That's the dream. I would love to do radio in Chicago. But if that's not in the cards, like, you know, I like what I'm doing now. I, I get paid decently well to be on the radio. You know, um, it could be more, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I also love the podcasting. I love discovering music and discovering artists and discovering right. bands and then showcasing those bands. And then when I get somebody to go, I love this this band you you talked to. Or, I love that, inter that episode you did. Or I like what you... Uh, you did, and I'm like, great. I'm glad you like me, but hopefully you like them too. Right, right. Like right. it's not all about me. Yeah. I mean, it is. It is my show, but right. it, but it's not. I'm not the subject of it. Right. I kind of feel the same way about what I what well, what I originally started here. Yeah. With the 419 grind was to showcase uh, local artists. Yeah. Exactly. To, it wasn't about me at all because at first when you first go back to my original videos, mm -hmm. it was just the artist or mm -hmm. the business owner mm -hmm. or the photographer. Uh, doing all the talking, I was just you know the one behind the camera and editing. Uh, kind of turns into the podcast just because, like you said, it's just the wave of the future. Yeah. And the more I did it, the more comfortable I got. Like I love that I find somebody else who's doing in that same avenue as me, as right. far as promoting uh, different local artists or yeah. people in the area. I'm never offended um, when when I see like I even joked with people. Like I joked with a buddy of mine recently that. He was showcasing his uh, uh, new new music uh, for his project under a different guy. And we've been talking for a couple of months now about him being on the podcast. And then right. I joked with him. I'm like, he did it with somebody else. And I'm like, 
you know, you traitor. No, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Like, I know, like, I'm I'm more than happy to see more and more podcasts. And I, yeah. I recently was on a, on a another podcast uh, with a band out of Detroit called The American Arson, uh, or uh, American Arson, and their podcast is called The American Arson Podcast, which is their podcast cre- uh, is featuring features like how to be like creative types. So they have like some of their industry contacts or bands or whatnot. And I was on that talking more about the nitty gritty about podcasting. Um, but you know, I, I'm not offended when that, when a band goes to another thing uh, or like, why didn't they choose me? Like there's been like maybe one instance so far that I've reached out to an act and they go, Oh, we're not going to be doing things right now. And then they turn around and then like, they went on another show and I'm like, Oh, okay. I see how it is. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was a little salty about that guest, but then in the end of the day, I'm just like, no, nah, that's fine. Right. Um, and I don't even think that podcast is going on anyway. So jokes on them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but like I, I'm, I'm very fortunate of the context and, uh, very excited. And, and now, um, we're about to approach a hundred episodes of the podcast. Um, like we just announced fairly recently, um, five guests that we're going to be on, on. Yeah, I saw that. And so like it, it leads us up to, I think 90, uh, the one I'm dropping, the one I'm dropping this coming Friday's 87, 88, 89, 90. Yeah. So we got up to 92 mm-hmm. and like today I sent out emails to the X that I, kind of hopefully want to try to get for episode 100 if possible because i like really it's a it's a hundredth episode right i really want to get somebody with like some some clout some pull somebody like major like we're really trying going into this uh um, uh new year and everything really want to like step up our game to get like a lot more traveling acts a lot more signed acts like we're never going to be like the level of Audio Tree. That Audio Tree has like national acts. Mm-hmm. Like they do sessions right, with, right. at Audio Tree, and that's out of Chicago. Yeah. So like we're never going to be an Audio Tree at this very moment in time. But we're really pulling, you know, bigger and bigger names, more signed artists. We have the opportunities to, you know, this year, like working with more labels mm-hmm. and their signed talent. And everything, and it just, it grows. It grows. It started with just, the podcast just started with just Toledo, and then Ohio, right. then Ohio and Michigan, then Ohio, Michigan, and, and Indiana, then Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, and it just grew. And, like, now it's gotten to the point where, like, we we will, we've covered acts from across the Midwest. And when you think of, the, like, the Midwest, it's, like, a lot of bands, but not just there. Like, I've interviewed, back, uh, uh, you know, acts that are on, you know, the East Coast, right. on the the, you know, uh, out west, out in the, you know, south, uh, out of the uh, um, uh, northwest uh, area. You know, I've interviewed X, you know, a little bit down south. Like, it's it's growing. And even though the podcast itself explains itself, it's, a, it's, it's X coming to, through, and from the greater Midwestern areas. Uh-huh. But, like, that's exactly it. We cover everyone. Right. We are just based out of the Midwest. Right, 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 right. So it's not like we only do Midwest people. Like it's everybody. But we wanted to do something, you know, interesting and different because, you know, hosting a music podcast is nothing new. You know, holding a a podcast in general is 
Nothing, nothing new. new. Right, yeah. But how do you step yourself out from fr- and, and make yourself unique? Yeah. And I think the combination of what we're doing makes us a little bit unique. So when an act comes and talks to us and everything, and, you know, it's a combination of, oh, we're doing these studio performances. Oh, these questions are, are interesting. They're not like yeah, the normal... Yeah, yeah. Like normal questions, all our time was very was very comfortable. It was a right. lot of fun, and like when we're very excited when people are like saying like at the end of it, it's like this was very fun, and then they pimp our episode out as long oh, as yeah. well, yeah. and we get a couple of new likes or a couple of new uh, or follows or a right. couple of new more listens. It all helps out. It it helps out everyone. Yeah, and yeah. and and that's the biggest thing. I feel like now more than ever, so much. There's so much tension, yeah, and and just everybody's fucking crazy. Oh my god, <laughs> everybody is crazy. Yeah. Everybody is yes. crazy right yes. now. Like yeah. me, you, everyone. <laughs> Literally, 2020 is the worst slow motion apocalypse ever. We had an earthquake. Um, we had a fucking earthquake. <laughs> Actually, there was an earthquake. Ironically, ironically, I this is gonna be a little TMI. Little, sorry. <laughs> Uh, the morning after my wife and I get married five years ago, we were consummating our vows and we come to find out like that morning is the day after our wedding that morning when we were finished and, you know, getting ready for like our honeymoon or whatever, Uh honeymoon days or whatnot. We find out there was an earthquake in Ohio and we're like, we just like look at each other and we're like, did we do that? (laughs) But, like, just recently, and, like, my wife even, like, says, like, did we do anything to cause this earthquake? And I go, we were thinking about getting mac and cheese pizza. That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. Unless right. that shook the world. <laughs> but, like, yeah, there was a, there's fire tornadoes. Yeah. There's, like, Florida is releasing, like, genetically engineered mosquitoes. Yeah. Like, that's What's a good idea. <laughs> like, well, there's all this crazy shit. I'm just, like, and Donald Trump's president. I'm just, like, yeah. oh, my God. Why? Yeah, we got to choose between between Donald Trump and Joe Biden. Like, you know what? Those are the greatest you know what? choices as, as president. Here's the thing. I'd rather choose someone. Like, and I know, and I want to say this online so much, but so I'll, I'll say it here. Like, I'll say it uh, here. And absolutely, the system that we have in place needs to be retooled, reworked, abolished, oh, yeah. whatever. Ground up needs to definitely be re- reworked altogether. Absolutely. However, in this this day and time, in all of the damage, not only on just on a national level, but on an international level, that this group of people currently residing in the White House has done for not only issues with our country, race relations, things like that. I will take somebody that at least is somewhat sane to stop the fire, to stop the hurt. What do you do when you stop? What what do you do when you're stuck in a hole? You stop digging. Yeah. This is our stop digging moment. Right. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have see Bernie Sanders or AOC or or someone completely different. Someone completely different that actually is and know and, 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 and and wants to change the system. I am all for that. I am, I am 
down with the establishment. I'm all for the idea of like defunding police and like putting that money towards better places to hit neighborhoods and everything. I'm all for right. Black Lives Matter. I'm all for, you know, gay gay rights and and everything. I'm all for all of that. But at the same time, you know, at this at this point in time that's not going to none of those things are going to improve. Right. Yeah. Unless we improve not only who is the person that represents the country, but, and people forget about this, for some reason, doesn't stop at the president. It's Congress. Yeah. It's the Supreme Court. Yeah. So do you really want, do you really want to think of yourself a man that is more important, who thinks it's quite okay to put our children, our men and women, back in the workforce so fast mm-hmm. on a global virus with no vaccine, with, you you can social distance and wear masks and put hand sanitizer all you want. Right. It's not going to fucking stop anything. Excuse my language. But, like, it's not going to stop anything. But right. if you stop for a second and go, you know what? Shit's fucked right now, man. Like, let's make it not so much. Let's fix the problems what we have. And if you need to vote and go in there and 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 start small. Like, everybody wants to start big. Yeah, and they want to tear like, down. No, like. What they want to do is they want to tear down the system before. We let's get bits and pieces yes. out first yes. and then work on the big things. Start, big picture. Starting your town. Starting right, community. Right. Work with the nonprofit. Work with city council. Yeah. Work with somebody like that. Then maybe if you want to go into the government route, elect yourself to city council. Run, move up the ranks. Move run uh, you know, do go for mayor. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm all for the marches. I'm all for all of that. At the end of the yeah, day, though, be some kind of action. There's, you got to do something more before you can put it down. And like, this is gonna sound really bad, but you follow me on this. The people who are screaming "All Lives Matter," there are people in that group that still don't understand what Black Lives Matter mean. Yeah, the idea of Black Lives Matter is that black people. Men, women, and not just black people, people of color. Right. People who have been downtrodden by the, the system, and they've been systematically and also physically and emotionally eliminated from not only workforces, but their own lives mm-hmm. are in trouble. Right, right. Yes, everybody says everybody's lives matter. Absolutely it right. does. But at this moment in time, the black population is... In crisis, right? We need to stand up. As me being a white person, I need to use my voice to educate and help and show support. Just in general, right? I need to help and support these people who are being downtrodden. I was bullied a lot as growing up. You know, what when ha- when you get bullied a lot, one or two things happen. You either become a bully right, right. or you make sure nobody is bullied ever again. Right, right. And to be honest, I play I've been both roles, but it's a you do a lot better work if you become the role of helping to support others. Right. So a lot of people who are shouting all lives matter, yes, it's in it, yes, it's in in a racist point of view, but a lot of people on that side of the fence still don't understand fully what the idea is. Behind it. Yeah. Hopefully you get a little bit, you know, a little bit of answers. Even if one person listens to this understands that, that, that point of view and that tirade that I just did, you know, that's, that's what matters. But 
we we can't you can't we can't tear down Congress. We can't tear yeah, down yeah, the yeah, establishment yeah. as much as we want to. Right. Unfortunately, it's there right now. Yeah. But we can. You don't scrap the entire machine. If a computer goes down, you you see what's going on. You see what's yeah, the exactly. Of, because you don't want to scrap the entire machine right. because one part went down. Right. You need to fix the one, one part. part. Yeah. And then fix the next one part. Right. You know. If your car runs out of gas, do you just throw away the car? <laughs> no. You have to Put fill up the gas in the yeah, tank. Yeah. yeah. You change the tires on the yeah, tires. Just the tank. You, know, you, you change the brakes when the brakes need changed. Exactly. It's one it's one small thing. Yeah. And you you, you got to you got to control what you can control. Right. And if that means hey, you're not on social media that much because you can't stay on everybody arguing for no apparent reason who don't know how to read or or search for Google. Fine, do it. <laughs> If that means you join a nonprofit, if you'd use your voice for something better or good and everything, you know, or you donate or you shop local or you do whatever, do something that you can actually physically control. Right. Do you think we're going to get rid of the, um, the electoral college tomorrow? No, 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 no. we're not going to do that. But more and more States are passing like, like, you know, Hey, you can vote for this person first, this person second, this person third. Right. I forget what the term is, but you know, ranked voting. I think it is. Uh, could be wrong. Whatever. I'm just a radio guy. I don't know. <laughs> um, but you know, there there are things like that. You know, um, the I, I, it escapes me. What, what is the city that uh, George Floyd was uh, uh, murdered Min- in? Minneapolis. Minneapolis. They just uh, passed to defund the police. Yeah. In that city, so I'm interested, especially because that now now that's an experiment of like, okay, if we pull all of that money, and when when also you say defund the police, it's much like in the same realm of Black Lives Matter of of the verbiage, right, right, right. People don't, People don't understand. understand it. Yeah, defunding the police means there's no police, absolutely not. It's it means the amount of money they throw in yeah. for the police force to become military, mil, 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 be like a mil, yeah, that word. <laughs> Is is instead of that, that's going to go into the community yeah, more, yeah. better access to schools, after school programs, right, mental right, health institutes, right. places that like. If you build all of those up, those rise, those ships with the tides that need to be rise. If you even out the costs of everything, right, then that means you're not going to have police. You're not going to need the police. You're not going to need the police in those areas. Much. Exactly. Yeah. It just it like it's. I'm a very analytical person. Yeah. 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 And um, and it, I like to see things from all sides. Right. So to me, the idea of defunding the police makes perfect sense. Just like, okay, one side has too much. One side doesn't have enough. Right. Let's pull from the people that has too yeah, much yeah. and give to the people that need it. Right. That's just, that seems like common, sense, common sense, sense yeah. to me. <laughs> and I was raised in the idea of trying to have common sense yeah. and seeing it from all sides. I mean, I, I talked about before we started. My father is from uh, Lebanon, uh, came to the States at 16, uh, almost went to Vietnam, joined the Army, almost went to Vietnam War. Wow. He was like one of the very last people that were about to be on the, the plane. Like, he was apparently in line. He told me, he's like, him and his brother were like in line to get onto the helicopter wow. to go out to Vietnam. And they go, stop what you're doing. War is done. What? Pull out. Yeah. It was at like the last minute. At the wow. le- like at the, at the, at the, at the final minutes, you know, the last two minutes of the game, <laughs> Michael Jordan does the three, three for whatever, you know, sports and, <laughs> yeah. and, 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 did, and did it. Um, 
So, and then he worked in the restaurant industry. He opened his own place in um, Mansfield, Ohio, called Christopher's on the Hill. It's actually named okay. after me because I was the firstborn. Met my wife. You know, had a, a it, my wife was actually a server and he was the oh, boss. Really? Yeah. Um, not unlike how I kind of met my wife at first. At the My wife at the time, when I met her, she was my boss, but she was also married and I worked, worked, I worked under her and like we worked in the same place, but then we also left that establishment at the same time. Not because of anything funny business or right. anything is she, she just was fed up and they were going to fire me on BS reasons. And she goes, this is not right. You fire him. I quit. And all I right. go, we're going to fire him. And I go, all right. She goes, all right, I quit. And then she comes to me and goes, I just put my two weeks in. They're going to fire you the moment I'm out of here. I'd recommend you putting your two weeks in. And this wow. is a side job, like not my radio job. This was right. an extra job because at the time my radio job wasn't bringing enough. Uh, and uh, I'm go, okay. And then we stayed in touch uh, throughout the years. And then I lost touch with her for a bit. She got divorced. She moved down to BG. Uh, she was living in the Grand Rapids, Ohio. We we caught up on social media recently. I, I got out of a really bad relationship. It was one of those get your shit and get out type yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to put my stuff. I, I'm putting your stuff on the side of the street if you're not out. Right. And I'm like, you can't do that. I need to have time to right, get right. to a place. Like, like, I had a good amount of friends that let me stay in their home for a while, like eight months while I got myself back on track and everything. I didn't even have to pay rent. It was very nice of them. They had a spare room. And let me do my thing. I threw in for money and right, right. other things. Um, uh, and uh, we stayed in touch. And then we started, we went out for dinner and drinks. And I never stopped visiting her. And now we're married as well. But, like, it's just those types of people. It's those ideas that, like, you have to, like, learn the other. I was raised on the idea of just, like, learning the other side yeah. of things. Yeah. Like, my sister Mary, she did a lot of work out of Ghana, West Africa for okay. on and off for like five years, married, like married a man from there. And like now they have moved to the United States. Okay. They, they live out of Boston. They had a kid of their own now. Like I am, a, I am an uncle. It's the first kid in our family. That's a grand kid. Yeah. So it's super cool. Right. And like, you know, I get photos and everything. I, I haven't seen them in a while. Um, or the baby. I just get videos and then, um. But it's just, I've always been that type of person. I was raised in that idea of like viewing everything from all sides. Yeah. Like the one side point of view is, is not always right. And don't get me wrong. If like, if you're being completely obnoxious and racist or sexist or whatever, like I'm not going to hear you. I'm not going to hear you out period. Because right, right, it's right. it's yeah. wrong. There's extremes on, a, on every there's side. There's extremes yeah. on every side. Yeah. Absolutely. There's crazies on every side right. and every sense of the word. Absolutely. But, you know, I know plenty of people that that they voted for Trump because he was that idea of like he was outside the box. He wasn't he wasn't he wasn't part of the government, man. Right. And like they wanted to shake up the system. And then they realized, wow, <laughs> We were wrong. And even even yeah. when he was voted in, I was just like, okay, this this is weird. This is crazy. This guy's yeah. nuts. I know he's nuts, but I'm like, benefit of the doubt. Right. Like, you know, I don't know what's gonna go on. You know, let's let's see what's going on. And boy was I oh God. <laughs> right. Who'd have thunk? Yeah. Who'd have thunk? It's just it's I, I just I want people the age of like intelligence, common sense communication 
almost like a lost art nowadays. It's gone, Communi- especially communication. Because I think it's because of something like social media. Exactly. When, when you go on Twitter, well, you got 140 oh, characters. Well, it's probably more now. It's like yeah, 280. It's like, it's like 200, yeah, 280. But yeah. still, when you got only 140 or 280 characters to express yourself, or on Facebook, it used to be the same way. And still now, it's like you, you cannot really communicate in a very uh, uh, meaningful way or a very uh, 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 what you, productive way. Mm-hmm. And not turn it, not turn it into a crazy <laughs> right. debate argument, or, because it's not the place. Something like this. Yes, this is the if perfect you, right. If platform. you could sit down with anybody and have a conversation for an hour, hour and a half, mm-hmm. that's the perfect situation right there to talk about anything. And you can people can get their point across, and you can kind of get what the other person's saying, even if you don't agree with it, what they're saying. You can still. Have a, a civil conversation about it. The all the things that I've, I I stated in the last like ten or so minutes about you know those social issues right now I want to share on social media. Yeah, I'm begging to show social media because I know people. Some people may think that I I I have clout or I have some pull of and and want to hear my point of view on things, but I can't I can't articulate I, I can't say it well enough on social media. Because you're not going to understand what's saying it. Right. So I'd rather say it on a platform that I'm comfortable with and going, this is how I feel. Yeah. You know, and this is and this is what I feel and think I think this is what I feel is right. And by all sounds of it, ethically, morally, everything, it is kind of right. But I'm sure somebody will argue in certain points and everything, and that's fine. I, I, I want people to have a discussion, not an argument, and social media leans the more of the argument, the cancel culture and yeah. everything. Don't get me wrong. I feel like if you've done something majorly ethically, morally wrong, you should be in some level canceled. Absolutely. But also at the same time, like I'm a big, I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Recently it's come out like one pro wrestler that I enjoyed. He years ago, four years ago, he made a crude joke about raping a woman it's a very crude joke, real bad joke, bad taste. He knew it was bad taste. Oh, was that uh, what's his name? Uh, he's an AEW, right? Yeah, yeah. About You're a pro wrestling fan, yeah. About oh, Sasha fantastic. Banks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sammy Guevara. So, yeah. so he said a very crude joke. It was it was a joke on a show or whatnot. Well, the the internet never forgets, and they they pulled this up because they saw that he was getting pushed more, and yeah. so like he was suspended for thirty days without pay. His pay actually went to a uh, women's shelter yeah. locally out of Florida. And then he was recently brought back, and a lot of people were like, oh, you know, whatever, like this bullshit you brought him back with a slap on the wrist. I'm like, well, <laughs> A, he's never done that stuff again right. after after that incident four years ago. And then all of a sudden now, like, I, I mean, he did the training, everything, and he, and, he, and he profusely apologized privately, publicly, everything. And I feel like at that point, yeah. 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 yeah he's good. He learned his lesson. You, you go forward. You know, there are people that, you know, don't learn their lesson. They continue doing what they're doing. Right. You know, there are certain things that, yes, they should be canceled about. But, like, certain things in the past are in the past. And if you don't grow from those experiences, those mistakes, you don't get to grow. A lot of the Internet, a lot of social media wants to, you can never be you can never be wrong, period. End of discussion. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't work like that. I, I personally have made dumb mistakes that it almost cost my job at like year two or three. I, I said some things on social media 
that um, a coworker figured out who it was about, and I almost got fired. Uh. And my coworker, I mean, at the time, the coworker, my coworker who was who's not there anymore, he left the 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 company. Um, goes, I, I still need him. Yeah, it was a mistake and everything. And I learned my lesson. I don't do that ever again. That's growth. Right, That's learning. Right, right. That's evolving. Um, you know, I've gotten to the place now. Like, hey, I'm just smart about it now. Like, I don't post anything that I don't, I wouldn't say in public. Right, right. You know, you know, I, I joke on social media, but that's about it. Like, that's what I use social media now for. It's like I'm, promoting I'm my way. project yep. and jokes. Yeah, I'm it's the same like, way. Yeah. Like, I, I just talk about, the podcast. Yeah. I talk about, I just, and I joke a lot. You see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I joke a lot. And it's, yeah. And it's like, that's it. Yeah. Like if you see me posting something serious. Yeah. It's probably really yeah, serious. Yeah. And then that's how but I no, feel. Nothing personal. Way. Like I hated like the idea, like I hated the, the heartbeat bills that, uh, that were being passed in Ohio. Um, because I, I feel like a woman's choice is her own and I have no say in right. what a woman would does. And, the idea of hindering that is bad. And my one buddy goes, I didn't think you were for that. I didn't think you would be that type of person. I go, yeah, because I'm not going to share my opinion on social media with all these morons who don't really know or understand who I am and what am I about and everything. And such a important topic. I'm going to put it in a couple of words on social media. I'm going to put it out in a tweet. Right. <laughs> no. You kidding me? Like social media is a tool. It is not the end all be all on things. Don't get me wrong. I have ended friendships on how people hold themselves on social media. Oh yeah. Um, I I used to be good friends with a person that um, all he wanted to do was needle people. And he's openly say, I like to post stuff on social media and get people to argue with me. I'm like, okay, well wow. you're an asshole. Right. So like, and I'm kind of done. And like how he, it was also then like also how he raised his kids. So, like I, I had some big problems with, and I'm just like, uh, I'm going to cut this cord. <laughs> I'm cool. Right. I'm cool if I never talk to you again. That's fine. That's one thing. But like, you know, you coming at me and saying, "Oh, I think Superman's better than Batman" or whatever. I'm like, I'm not gonna. Right, right. You're not gonna, gonna cancel you. I'm not gonna fight <laughs> you over it, even though you're wrong and Batman is better. But whatever. You Wait, know, what? hey, hey, really? You think so? <laughs> um, I no, okay. not, not fully. Like, <laughs> I I enjoy Superman for what he is, but I feel like Superman is is way overpowered at times and like it's very hard to human humanize superman and when people when people write it in comics and everything like that they either they either make superman super godlike and nobody can touch him and it's not fun and interesting uh, or they dehumanize him so much that it's not exciting because this man right. is like you have to find that middle ground and i feel like i and i and, and yes batman is overdone Absolutely overdone and overplayed, but I feel like Batman has like, how do you turn grief and and vengeance and this idea on this on these darks darks shades and they're they're two shades of the same coin. They're like these superheroes are like different, you know, different feelings, almost overly done. Right. You know, Superman's the ultimate Boy Scout. Batman is like the dark and the vengeance and everything put into the real life. Wonder woman is the, is the, the heroic story about like, you know, you know, a woman from a far out place, finding her place in the world, being, being to a point where like, even like villains or like even the regular people don't understand that she is a woman. She's a strong woman. They don't understand the, 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 the plight of where she's gotten from. Right. They're all shades of the human idea in different, in different forms, but it's like one part of the human spirit 
just made a character, and that's why like Justice League is always it's a big deal in the comic books, even back in the day when you bring all of these superheroes together. together yeah, like yeah. that means that means shit's really going down. Right, right, right. Like, there's big problems now. Yeah. If you got to bring everybody to the table, right, there's like a big issue going on. It's not just one small issue. So it, it's it's just whatever. Like I I feel like. People need to grow. People need to make mistakes. You can't just cancel somebody. Yeah, I don't like the, I don't like <laughs> the cancel me. culture. No, I don't. I don't like and like and comedy and comedy gets cancel cultured a lot. Like and um, and occasionally it should be canceled. Like the idea of like Louis C.K. Yeah. You know, doing stuff like that. I think there was some other comedians recently like were showing off and they were like, oh, they're being. They're sexist. They're racist. They're they dilled kids. Whatever. Like like yeah, that should be canceled. Right, Absolutely right. should be canceled. But the idea of just like you told a controversial joke to get a rise out of people, which is the whole point of comedy. Right, right. Like that should be canceled. No. Like I can understand why a lot of people are like, oh, this next generation is you know too weak. It's uh, you know PC culture and blah blah blah. Well, no. We just realized that some things are just outdated. Right. Like, you have to evolve with the times. I'm sure there are also people that are that are thick-skinned and can tell a joke and people understand the joke. But also, at the same time, like, maybe certain things or some things we talk about or joke about or, you know, you know, just the, even the idea of, like, how old are you? By, uh, how old 40, are you? 43. 43. Okay. So, we're roughly in the same age. You remember when the idea of calling somebody, you know, oh, that's gay. Yeah. Like, yeah, there yeah. was an insult. Right. And then we come to find out later it in life, like insult. it's it's. I mean, it's not an insult, right? right. Like it's it. You're you're cool to be gay. Just even that time period, because I'm I'm 34, so it's roughly that same time right. of the idea of like calling people, oh, that's gay, that's retarded, you're, you're being a fag, right. you know, shit like that. Like you can't do nowadays, yeah, yeah, because yeah. people get upset, and as they should, right? You know, I I don't even use the term uh, retard uh, or or calling something a retarded unless it's the proper term, which if you look up the definition of uh, retard, it means to like hinder, yeah. prevent, right. to like purposely, like basically sandbag something. Right. So if like something is retarded, it means they they are preventing progress. Right. That's only and and really I use that term very rarely uh, of something being retarded, but I don't call something that's stupid. Oh, like oh that idea is retarded. No. We don't say that anymore. Yeah, that's not the we, proper term. That's yeah. not the proper term. There's better vocabulary. There's right. better ways to explain it and everything. Much like the idea of calling something gay, fag, whatever. Yeah. Like, there's much better terms, everything. Like, you know. You know. I, I think it's just uh, ignorance that we mm-hmm. that broadly was broadly around the world mm-hmm. about different terms of retarded or that's gay or, mm-hmm. or uh, the F word. Mm-hmm. It's just... Um, when someone brings it to your attention, mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just take it. Okay, that was wrong. Yeah, that was wrong. We we used the word wrong and just acknowledged that it was wrong and then move on. Right. It's uh, it's just like when Ke- Kevin Hart uh, he did it, made a joke back in two thousand maybe like ten mm-hmm. on his special. Uh, he was talking about his son. Uh, bring uh, like playing with do- uh, a dollhouse. Right. Yeah. He would say he, he would take that dollhouse and smash it over his son's head because that's gay. Right. Which in terms, okay, yeah, if yeah. if his son was gay, he probably would, you know, play with a dollhouse. Right. But the way he used it was wrong. He apologized for it. Right, yes, yeah, as eventually. he should. 
Right. It's just that uh, he acknowledged it, mm-hmm. the, the mistake, and then move on. Yeah. And, and that's grow. All, and that's all you can do. And if it, and now if somebody's going to be a repeat offender and keeps doing it, right, that's different. Yeah. And that's different. But even at the time, I'm, I don't know how old his uh, kid was at the time of that. Like that four. joke. Four. <laughs> You know how, what, I've had kids, okay, so, like, my family has tons of, like, on my wife's side of the family, there's tons of kids and everything. I'm technically a step-grandparent, so, because my wife is a few years older than me, she she had a son, son had kids, therefore, she's a grandmother, I'm a step-grandparent, but I, I've seen what four-year-olds play with. Right. They will play with literally everything, Anything. underything. yes. We have cat toys. Yeah. And I swear to God, they've played with the cat toys more often than actual <laughs> dolls or action figures or whatever is right. for everyone. They're four. Right. Like, kids be kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Right. Um, it's just, it, 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 it's it's growth and evolution and not being a dick and yeah. just like, and, and, and help support other people no matter what they are. And just like, that's how you get through life, to be honest. Right. Like, that's how you, that's how you try to do it. Like, it's not, and, and all this, not a secret. There, there's no, yeah, it's, it does, just, it's it does, really common sense. It's common sense. Like, I don't need to write a book about it. Right. You know, I don't need to do constant episodes or whatnot like this. I like talking with someone like you and like understanding like, Hey, maybe I'm not as crazy as may I, I might think. You know, like it's that same realm yeah. of of things. You know, it's just it's just that's what you got to do. Just be good. Don't don't be a dick. Don't hurt people. You know, like support things. Right. There you go. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's that simple. Well, we got about an hour and a half, almost an hour and a half. Fantastic. And I'm running out of battery on my iPad, and I'm producing this show by myself. So so, we, so I got to wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not your fault. <laughs> no, I know. If I had somebody here doing the show, they'd just be like, we can keep going. Just plug it in. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's a good stopping point, to be honest. I think okay. I covered a yeah, lot, it was, a lot of stuff. I, I like the last stuff yeah. that we talked about anyway. Yeah. So. Good. Uh, it was good having you on the show. Thank I, you. Thank you for coming on the show. I Anytime. appreciate it. I appreciate it. And hopefully, um, and well, I'll give you some love and stuff like that. Hopefully, we'll do do more of this down the line. Yeah, more than happy yeah, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We can cross so, promote cross and, promote, and yeah. do more shows. Whatever. Absolutely. Um, so what's your what's your podcast? Okay, so the on the radar podcast. Um, if you want to like, you know, if you've reached this part in the interview and listen to all of it, hey, congratulations. If not, if you just jumped around, the on the radar podcast features music and artists and studio performances with acts. Coming to through and from the greater Midwestern areas. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram can follow us at on the radar PC. We're on all major podcast flat plat uh, we're on all major podcast platforms. And you can follow all those at our website, on the radar All right. Because I recently bought a URL. And I've and I should have yeah, done I that. Che- like I checked out the website. It's pretty good. It's 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 what I used is um so a little industry secret. So I don't I didn't create a whole new web I didn't create a, like a whole website. There's a website called links.co for like okay. $3 a month. And it's just like a landing page of like all of your, oh. of all your links. Okay. But it's super customizable. So like I, I, how my pay, how, what, uh, how that's set up is like, I have like special episodes and like, it's all, it's all like, it's very good on mobile on desktop. It's okay. But like, there's a lot of like empty space on the sides, but on right. mobile, it's perfect because yeah. it shows up and shows all the links to everything, and you can follow and click on everything. And then I bought a URL, and the URL just forwards to that page. Oh, uh, okay. And that's how I did it. I saw another buddy uh, in the radio industry. His name's Marconi. He does a radio show. He's been in the radio industry for decades. 
And uh, I saw him do that for his podcast. And I was like, how did you do that? And he's like, I bought a URL and I just used the URL to forward it to my links page. Mm-hmm. And that's how you did it. I'm like, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah. yeah. It's really, it's really sleek. I highly recommend that website. It's $3 a month. And like literally it's super customizable. You can change the button shape, the colors, the background. You can add photos or thumbnails and super customizable. Yeah. On the radar PC.com. It's all the stuff uh, on the podcast. Go check it out. And um, if you're in the Toledo area, which you should be because it's the 419 Grind Podcast, um, I'm on 100.7 of the zone on weekdays, uh, 6 to 10 a.m. And uh, I also will jump around the radio dial, whatever I'm doing. But that's that's my home base. That's uh, rock music. And uh, go check me out on there. All right, Chris. It was uh, <laughs> great great having you on the show. Thank you, sir. Uh, we'll do this again soon. Jesse, uh, it's been a pleasure. You do a lot of good work. And, uh, uh, and I'm glad to see this is a great studio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if honest, honest God, man knows what he's doing. Great host. Go, uh, go check out his projects as well. All right. Thank you, sir. No problem. Thank you. Toledo, rep your city. Visit us online at the 419grind.com.